Welcome back to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. Today is Monday, March 14th, and this is episode 154. Thank you to everyone who is listening. You can find us, obviously, at Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe, leave a five-star review there. I'm going to be joined by Andrew Radcliffe today to discuss some NFL free agency and a little baseball, maybe a little basketball there at the end, but obviously some big things going on in the NFL. Tom Brady, Chargers trade, making some big moves, getting Khalil Mack, signing J.C. Jackson, and some other huge stuff in the NFL. And then we'll jump into uh, MLB free agency, which is kind of getting hijacked by the NFL, but we will get to that later. Um, let's welcome in Big Doug, Andrew Radcliffe. How are we doing? We mixed emotions. We've got Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, and then Fernando Tatis Jr.'s hurt. So I don't care about baseball right now. So NFL, let's go. Fernando Tatis Jr., noted motorcycle rider. Um, we will get to that, though, because I, I love the guy, but I, I feel like we need to talk about that a bit. Don't, wouldn't you agree? We will, we'll dive into that. But first, let's get some good news. Yeah, let's, let's get some, some good news. news. Um, in one of the most not surprising but biggest stories of all time tom brady unretiring he's going back to tampa bay um he spent about six weeks with his family his wife sent him to whole foods on a sunday and uh he just couldn't take it anymore i stole that from someone on twitter but uh i this isn't surprising to me andrew like let's start with that i don't think this is surprising tom brady's always talked about how he wanted to play till he was 45 it felt weird that he just retired after like one of his best seasons, dude, he throws the football faster last season than he has ever done in the NFL. So he's an alien. You're, are you surprised? No. Cause I think we like, cause like you said, it just didn't feel right when he did it. And mm-hmm. he did it like the week before the super bowl. And it was so like quiet. And it was just a Instagram text. And it didn't really feel like there was a press conference or anything. Um, classic Tom Brady. He's, he's never going to leave. And I love that. And I don't want him to leave. This is good for the NFL. This is good for everybody. In the world. I, I agree. Um, and so the one thing that this immediately does is the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go from 20 to one to win it all, which the only reason they were at 20 to one was because they were like, what if Brady comes back? And now they jump to 10 to one and they are the second favorite there. I mean, actually, they're tied with the Packers at plus 350 to win the NFC. Um, and the Rams, I believe, at plus 450. I think that this team obviously is a contender. You have Tom Brady. Andrew, they got a lot of free agents. They lost a guard to the Bengals, but they did franchise tag Chris Godwin. And they have a lot of defensive players that are um, in need of contract renewals. I'm not going to act like I understand the NFL cap perfectly. And I'm not going to make you do that either. But I am under the assumption that when you sign Tom Brady, you can move salary around to go in all to go all in right now. So the Bucks move some cap around, maybe give people a little less money up front and a little more later to set a going all in with Brady because you have to do that, right? So yeah, it's exactly what like the Chargers are doing. It's exactly what the Rams have done. It's mm-hmm. what contenders are doing right now. They're going all in with the quarterback they have now, and they'll worry about it four years down the road. Has this always? He, he's different because I mean it's Tom Brady. And it's like okay, mm-hmm. he's actually forty-five. It's not like yep. the Herbert situation, Burrow situation for 12, 15 years. It's like he this actually could be his last year, or there's going to be two or three. Mm-hmm. There's got to be the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. The my question to you here is, uh, I feel like ever since the the Rams kind of started going all in a few years ago, I mean I think like, maybe the the Peyton Manning Broncos. Has this been going on for forever and it's just getting more shine now? 
Broncos have done it. Well, the Broncos just did it again too at Russell. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean the Chiefs with Joe Montana, and then yeah. I mean Tom Brady taking salary cuts and rearranging, mm-hmm. you know, contract with the Patriots for twenty years. Yep, Andrew, how much does Tom Brady? I mean, we okay, we know he wanted to return, but let's play this kind of hypothetical scenario here. How much of him wanting to come back was he realized, man, the NFC quarterbacks are dog shit compared to the AFC. I can just fucking stroll through my own division. And really only have to worry about the Rams, the Packers, the Niners? I mean, he retired. And then the Seahawks trade away Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deshaun Watson's probably going to go to the Steelers and the AFC for whatever reason. Yeah. And it's I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers and him and Matt Stafford. It's it's the same. I, I, I mean, the NFC is stupidly boring almost, honestly. He saved it. He saved it. He saved it. But it's like, <laughs> You know, we think we're all excited about the Chargers, and then it's like, oh, Russell Wilson comes. That's a good quarterback. Sean Watson isn't indicted. And then, oh, Tom Brady unretired. So there's three uh, very good quarterbacks coming back into the mix. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Let me say this before we wrap up on Tom Brady. I think he will play this season with the Bucs. But, first of all, he is a free agent after this season. And I don't think he's done it for this season. But I would just like to throw something out there. A lot of talk about him wanting to go to the San Francisco 49ers, right? Well, this him announcing that he's coming back to Tampa does not, in my mind, close the door on that necessarily. Because if he wanted to go to the 49ers, he would need to unretire and have the Bucks trade him. Okay? So I'm not ruling it out for this summer of something like that happening, I would say he's probably going to be on the Bucks, but this doesn't close the door on San Francisco at all. And especially if you think about this, let's say the Bucks aren't going to move him. Like, no way, no way, no way. And he's like, okay. So he plays for the Bucks for a year, and he's Tom Brady. He's an alien. He knows he can keep playing. The San Francisco 49ers roll out Trey Lance. Nice young quarterback prospect. He gets to show himself for about a year. Maybe the Niners aren't as good, obviously, with him, but... You know, he gets his uh, he shows some stuff the following year. Either Brady can just go straight to San Francisco as a free agent or you can do a sign and trade involving Trey Lance and Brady. Or if you're the Niners, you're like, fuck the Bucks. You should have traded him to us. You just get Brady and you trade Trey Lance for a lot of shit. I think the 49ers are still completely on the table of this. Yeah, I mean, Trey Lance, that would be. If he like played for a year and then they traded him, or then they brought in Tom Brady, then he reset back down. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know how uh, you do the resetting back down thing. But mainly, like, did Tom Brady retire just to like fuck with Adam Schefter? Because like, like these premature <laughs> tweets. Because like, why did he retire? Because it's so unlike Brady, and it just never, like we said, it never felt right. We never really believed it. Yeah, and I then, don't know. And then it, when we heard the news, it wasn't like, oh, it's like, duh, of course he's gonna come back. Yeah, I, I don't really get it. Um, I, I'm not going like, to label him Brett like Favre. You. He's like, I'm going to try to get traded to the freaking Niners right now. Let's just trade Trey Lance right now. You get a draft pick or something. I'll go in with the team that's ready to win because the, you know, I think that's totally losing their table. defense. I think it's the totally losing table. their defense. So you can get some assets from a good 49ers team. But do you really want to trade Tom Brady? No. 
Right now, the, the Bucks just uh, re-signed their number one cornerback, Carlton Davis. So they're trying to well, load they back up. Those ball, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a travel back in time. Travel back to December um, to episode 136 of the Pineapple Couch. So that's a Christmas wish list for me. Uh, Andrew, do you got one for us? So the Chargers next year have the most cap space in the NFL. They're on the fringe of being very good, I would say. I, I would like NFL. some big moves there, and if if that's a you know a trade for Khalil Mack, because the Bears are shifting directions. You heard it. He called it, ladies and gentlemen. Big dog, our very own Andrew Radcliffe. Khalil Mack is a Los Angeles Charger. He is a bolt. He is going to be paired with Joey Bosa on the defensive line. Andrew, first of all, congratulations on your prediction. Uh, the Pineapple Couch, myself and our audience, appreciate your insight. And uh, congratulations on adding Khalil Mack to our favorite team, the Chargers. The floor is yours. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank Santa Claus, you know, for actually listening to our Christmas list. Shout I'd also like to thank uh, Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco for tuning in and getting some insights. Like, what should we do this free agency? This 90 days before. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Khalil Mack seems like a good idea. And uh, they listened and they followed through. And we added one of the coolest, most badass edge rushers the last decade. I've always wanted this guy. I hated playing him against him when he was on the Raiders. It's fucking annoying, and now he's teamed up with Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa won't be triple teamed. Khalil Mack won't be triple teamed. You got to go one on one or pick your poison, and it's gonna be fucking nuts. Yeah, he and I will buy none of the talk that Khalil Mack is washed. He rested. He was injured a bit last year, but if you look at his pressures and statistics, the last like ten years, he's in the top five every time, including last year in the games he played. Um, also, only giving a second round and a sixth round pick for him, and the Bears are also paying for a bit they're, of his yeah. salary. That's most the thing, of it. A lot of thing. Oh, they're paying like twenty three, twenty four million dollars. I'm pretty sure. It's yeah. a lot. It's a That's big fucking chunk. crazy. And Khalil Mack. So, like, there's a couple people, like blue chips, we'll call them. That you know what? Just because they're 31, does not fucking matter. Von Miller's one of those guys. Ray Lewis is one of those guys. Khalil Mack will be one of those guys. Bobby Wagner was 31 last year. How many tackles did he have? 170. Mm-hmm. And that's another guy I'd like to bring in. But I would too. I am I just saying there are certain people who can play until they're 34 or 35 at a very high level. And this guy is that guy. And he rested. I don't care about his foot injury. He missed like five or six games in his career before that. Boo-hoo. It the happens. Bears didn't matter last year. They weren't. And also, he's not going to be in fucking three-degree weather. He's going to be in warm SoFi on turf. Fast, quick. We're getting to you, Russ. We're getting to you, Pat. Fuck you, Derek Carr. Khalil Mack will kill you. Yeah. I, I think the, the other thing is, in terms of helping his longevity, is you are pairing him with a guy like Joey Bosa. So he is not going to be triple-teamed. Yes, he had some other good running mates in Chicago, but I'm, you can continue that here with the Chargers. He's going to be on a team where he has a quarterback who can score 42 points if he, they need to, theoretically. So that's obviously a lot different than what he was dealing with in Chicago. And here's a shot at the Raider fans and what he was dealing with in Oakland because he was there then. Um, I think this is a home-run trade. I think... When you like, we'll just I'll say it now. Chargers are going all in on defense. You now they signed J.C. Jackson today. 
five years, about 16.5 mil per, one of the best uh, cornerbacks in the league in his first five, four or five seasons in the NFL. He has like 25 picks. This dude is a gamer, a baller. He balled out last year, all pro. Adding him with Derwin, you have Khalil Mack with Joey Bosa. You have four of the top 20 theoretically defensive players in the league. And they ain't done, Brian. Well, that's and they're gonna not be, done. They're going to either bring in Khalil Mack's t- old teammate from Chicago, Akeem Hicks. They're going to get a Fletcher Cox. I mean, they're they're not done. They're going to add some defensive tackle. They're going to add some depth. I think Hicks they, signed somewhere. Ah, fucker. Let me check that. Let me check that. Hicks. Well, Fletcher Cox is our guy then. That's the, always the guy we wanted. But the Chargers aren't done. Oh, wait. No, you're right. You're right. He's not. He's not gone. Sorry. Okay. Well, Akeem Hicks, you're back on. We still want you. We're open yeah. arms. I would love Bobby Wagner. Um, Wagner. And, and okay, also Bobby Wagner from Los Angeles. Yeah, and okay, the Rams don't have cap space. Fuck them. And it's like, come to the fun fun team. The, the Rams are done for a couple of years. They won. They're going to be a Super Bowl hangover. They're going to suck for like two. They're not going to suck, but they're not going to be as good for two, three years. Yeah, Cooper Cup will still do great, but. Chargers, baby. Chargers. Oh, my God. It's just a great time to be a Chargers fan. And um, you can't say that very much. And, yes, it's ironic that we're saying this in March, but we'll take what we can get. This is huge. They are going all in on the defensive. And one thing I think you mentioned, but I want to re-mention, is Brandon Staley worked with Khalil Mack in Chicago. Yes. That yes, helped he him, us get him here. And what we're seeing with Derwin James, I believe he either play, he's played some sort of football with J.C. Jackson. I forget what exactly it is. He was heavily involved with them recruiting J.C. Jackson, like the eyeball emojis. That's what you have to do in the NFL now. Look at the Rams, how they recruited like Jalen Ramsey, and then they're bringing in OBJ. Like they have the cool guys that they can bring in stuff. The Bucks did it with Brady. You have a guy like Derwin who's kind of living up. He has that charisma, and everyone likes Bosa. He, he doesn't even really say much. And now you're bringing in a guy like Cleo Mack, J.C. Jackson, who's young. This team has an identity. This team is going to be fucking cool. And we haven't even talked about the offensive side of the ball, Andrew. They re-signed Mike Williams, who and, is getting yeah. paid less than freaking like, Christian Kirk. Because, you know, we have – it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to have a top five offense. I don't question that at all. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have a, the 29th best defense anymore. No, so I think we're a top 10 defense, if that. not top five. It's like, yeah, and it's like once we get going and there's going to just, oh, I'm so fucking excited. We have to wait. It's like seven months. I know. The amount of times we've said we today on this podcast. It's bad. It's bad. I don't like that. But, but today it's we. But today, we folks, you just got to let us let us live in it. It's a good moment. It's a um, day for me. Yeah. Um, in terms of other moves we want to see the Chargers make, you, you meant we need a defensive tackle. Um, we were looking at Bobby Wagner. I know he's not a defensive tackle linebacker, but uh, I mean, you Tyron could, Matthew, fuck you, Chiefs. Do it. Do that. Um, Nadama Kung Su. Do it. I mean, and especially like some of those guys are, that's only going to be like three, four million dollars for some of this in a one year deal. Tackle. So it's like, that's all you need. That's all we need. We just need some fillers. We need some excitement, need some pressure. That's it. Just be able to tack and stop the run rush offense, you know, get a little mm-hmm. run defense. The AFC West, what an arms race. What a gauntlet of a division this is going to be. Um, I saw this on Twitter. It was basically asking the question, is Derek Carr the best quarterback to ever be the worst quarterback in a division? And there's tons of arguments going back through time, so we're not going to go through that. But I, what, what I want to say with that is I slander the Raiders. I slander Derek Carr. Yes, I don't 
think he's I don't think he's elite by any means, and I think he has problems, but I don't necessarily think he's the problem with the Raiders. I think he's a pretty good quarterback, good quarterback. And he's <laughs> the worst in this division. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like not even close. Have you seen, Andrew, the Raiders versus Bronco feud going on right now of Raiders fans just consistently telling them that Derek Carr is better than Russell Wilson because of last year? So I don't understand. Like, I don't understand that because think about – so Russell Wilson it has like a down year and he was fucking great for 10 years. But, you know, even you and I are kind of a victims of, oh, I think Carson Wentz will be okay this year. Uh, we give Carson Wentz like six years. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Russell Wilson's going to be fine. Russell Wilson's going to be – I actually think – if I was at AFC, I think the Chiefs are like the third place team right now, just because they're gonna be dead and tired, and it's just. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna have a down year. I think it's the Chargers and Broncos. The exciting, hungry teams are gonna be competing for the first place in AFC West. The Bengals went out and got Joe Burrow some protection, a very good guard, I believe, from Tampa. Um, that is huge for them, obviously, because of the amount of times Joe Burrow was getting sacked in these playoffs. Do you predict a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover? I know this is way too far. There's a lot of moves in the draft that to be made. Could you see the Bengals having a Super Bowl hangover year this year? Or when you look at their division, we'll start going through this. Um, the Browns, the Steelers, the Ravens, are any of them like scary enough? Like I guess I think like, the Ravens will be. Because I think the Ravens were just a they were depleted with injuries. I mean, yeah, they, they had missed, the worst luck. Not even just seen. Lamar Jackson for five or six weeks, and he'll probably get hurt. But I'm saying they lost their three running backs. They lost Edwards. defense. The they lost, were, what's the cornerback name they lost? Is it Marcus Peters? Yeah, Marcus right. Peters. Okay. Um, and there's more than that. There was a ridiculous amount of injuries for them. I and think then they'll if be good. The, the Steelers pick up Deshaun Watson, well, where's that put him? Well, let's get to that. Um, first, so let's look at the AFC North. The Browns get Amari Cooper with to presumably maybe pair with Baker Mayfield, someone else. I'm not really sure. They release Jarvis Landry. That's a name if I'm the Chargers. Hey, I wouldn't mind. Throwing Take a, a flyer mind. on that guy. Take a fly on Jarvis. Um, but in terms of the AFC North again, the Browns, like, they kind of just replaced Amari Cooper with Jarvis Landry. I mean, I it's probably a step up, a little more injury prone. Um, it's really unclear what they're going to do with Baker. Maybe we'll find out more soon. But with the Steelers, yes, they have the great defense. And yes, if they get Deshaun Watson, they are right there for this division. Um, but they just signed M- Mitch Trubisky. And so is that signing him to be a backup? I mean, I know they're not, they're paying him more than a backup makes generally. Um, when did they, when was the signing happen? Like a today. week ago? Oh, it was today. today. It was this morning. Oh, let me uh, get up the the numbers for everybody. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, he's been signed by the Steelers, two year contract. How much I don't, was? I, I really, there's no uh, info out on the money yet. I mean, maybe they just, They'd rather have him be the backup than Mason Rudolph. I don't know. Oh, people really. It's like trending on Twitter. People want to know the numbers so bad. (laughs) People are freaking out. Uh, So maybe it's low. Maybe it's not that much, you know, and it it does matter. And they still go after Deshaun Watson Um, on the Deshaun Watson front, though. Or wait, let's uh, I think the Bengals, though, to recap that of what I think with the AFC North. I see the Bengals and Ravens as 10 and six teams because. I think the Bengals, they, yes, they're a young team, Super Bowl hanger, but I don't know. I, I saw a lot from them. Joe Burrow doesn't seem like the type of guy who is going to 
basically like be like, oh, I've already made the Super Bowl the regular season. I'm just getting rid. No, he's going to come in and grind. I think maybe I'll eat shit on that. So I think Bengals, Ravens, I would, if I'm giving odds, I would go like Bengals plus 250, Ravens plus 300. Or would you do it even? I would give Bengals uh, a little edge. I mean, I think like every, I'd, I'd rather have the Ravens, honestly, because I just, I don't think the Bengals were that. I think they got hot at the right time. And it, that's including Joe Burrow the last four or five weeks. He was good. And then the last month, he was like Patrick Mahomes rookie level. Mm-hmm. So the question and, is, does he carry that on? And it's like, I mean, I think he's very good quarterback, but I'd like, I, I see him 10 and 16 just because I don't think the Bengals are like an overwhelming, like dominant force. The Chargers beat him by three fucking touchdowns last year. I'm just saying, like, I don't think they're that good. Okay. And I would counter that by saying, while I, I am a little higher, I guess, on the Bengals than you, I see where you're coming from, but I don't necessarily think the Ravens are that good. I could understand that. And you know what literally makes all of this not matter? Deshaun Watson signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> and everything might be the favorites. Like. Yeah. Um, it's reported that he's taking meetings with the Saints and Panthers today. Um, they're ha- they're, yeah, he's been very linked to the Pittsburgh Steelers this whole time. Um, I think, I mean, if I was him, I'd want to go Saints. to the NFC. And if you're the Texans, why would you trade him Within, like, I don't know, I'd trade him to the NFC, too. So, I, even though there's a lot of smoke with him wanting to join Tomlin in Pittsburgh, I think he goes to New Orleans or uh, Carolina. And I'm leaning Saints. I would lean Saints just because they're more ooh, like ooh. Andrew, how does this affect... Uh, I don't remember exactly recall who the Saints hired to replace Sean Payton, but... If it was Sean Payton at the helm, yeah, I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're going to get Deshaun Watson. I guess that that change in leadership maybe makes me hes- hesitate a little, but I don't know. I'd still rather go to the Saints than the Panthers. I'd rather go to the NFC and not deal with. Well, no, I'm just saying between the Saints and Panthers. Yeah. Oh, between those two. You'd go play with Kamara. Go with the Saints. <laughs> Even though, <laughs> like, yeah. Like Matt Rule and the Panthers, they seem like a freaking mess this year. In the last yeah. two years, honestly. Two, it's like, I'd rather go to the Saints, have a defense. Yeah, I, I I would agree. I think if I had to put money on it, I think that's where he will end up going is the Saints. And so that'll be a – I mean, the Saints-Bucks has been a great rivalry the past few years. Um, so Deshaun Watson-Saints versus Brady-Bucks, uh, I really like that. Um, other things to talk about, Kirk Cousins just keeps making money. I'm going to pull up this thing I read. Um, shout out Barstool. Let me pull it up. Because Kirk Cousins, it's absolutely ridiculous the amount of money he continues to make for being a above-average quarterback. Shout out Nate at Barstool. Um, the Vikings are signing Pro Bowl quarterback. This is Tom Pelissero, some NFL dude, tweeting, the Vikings are signing Pro Bowl quarterback Kirk Cousins to a one-year $35 million guaranteed, fully guaranteed extension that puts him under contract through 2023. Cousins gets a raise to $40 million in 2022, $55 million paid by next March, and a no-trade clause. Looking at Kirk Cousins' career, the amount of money he has made, Andrew, get ready for this. 2016, 19.9. Full, all of these are fully guaranteed, by the way. 2016, 19.9. 2017, 23.9. 2018, $26 million. 
2019, 28 million. 2020, 40 million. 2021, 21 million. Goes down. 2022, 30 million. 2023, 40 million. Over $230 million in his career total. And his record, 59, 59, and two. Guy's a genius. He might be the smartest guy of all time. 230 million. I mean, oh my God. You're a fucking genius. I mean, you are 59 and 59, and you do just enough to look like, hey, this guy, he's all right. He, he could lead a team to the playoffs and do a little run, and then you never do. And, and you always have a good team, and then you lose on Sunday night. Uh, but, you know, you beat, like, the fucking Jaguars, so that's nice. Yeah. I, I, I just, like, I can't believe. So he's probably started, what, like, 50 to 60 games, well, 100 and whatever that is, 118 yeah. games, and he's gotten $230 million. Yeah. It's a genius. He is a genius. I don't know you, why. You got to just respect him. What is it about? I mean, I guess. It's because he's above average. And NFL teams that don't have a quarterback are desperate. Yeah. If he was a free agent, the Browns would go out. Every single one of these teams would go after Kirk Cousins because he's above average. What's the, like the average? I feel like the average quarterback salary, I guess, is like twenty-eight million now. Because what's Matt Ryan getting? Forty-seven million this a year. Or something? The thing 43? with Kirk Cousins, why he's been able to make so much money is he did that franchise tag thing in Washington, and then his initial contract with the the Vikings was f- fucking huge. It's like three hundred. Like yeah, he got like a crazy amount of money, and we're seeing it now because he had twenty-one million this year. That was at the end of that contract because he kind of front they front loaded it. And so now you're going 30, he's getting 70 more million dollars. Unbelievable there. Um, we mentioned this, Christian Kirk massively overpaid to go to the Jags, making more than Mike Williams. Um, That's insane. Uh, it's insane. But the Jags, I mean, everything they do is bad. Like, Who, I don't know. 468? Four, I mean, wasn't he the number three receiver of the Cardinals? Yeah, and he was really not that. Uh, he didn't do any, I had him on fantasy. Like, he was always a guy I picked up, but I never started because he never did anything. J.C. Jackson just changed his uh, Twitter bio to um, uh, or his Twitter profile picture to him and Chargers, his Twitter banner, him and Chargers. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me read you a stat for you. Um, interception total since 2020, all Chargers defensive backs combined, 17. J.C. Jackson, 17. Since 2020? Fuck. This dude's yeah, a monster. Like last year, it felt like, I mean, do they have four interceptions, maybe? <laughs> like, that's it? If that, if that. And they were all in that, like, Chiefs game, wasn't it? I forget what game it was where they got that luck. Um, Yeah, so big stuff on the football front. I'm going to be refreshing Twitter throughout this show. We're going to jump to baseball really quick. um, NBA tidbit from Brian. Um, Yes, it is dumb that Kyrie Irving can't play. Again, what took you all so long? Draymond Green comes back for the Warriors tonight, which I think is going to be absolutely huge. Um, because they were 28 and six without him, and they were basically a 500 team with, or 28 and six with him, 500 team without him. Him coming back, you had Clay Thompson go off against your Bucks the other night, Andrew, for 38. Jordan Poole really coming into his own. Steph didn't even have to do that much. Draymond obviously going to be a huge help, not only defensively because he's the best defensive player in the game, but also you see what he can do to help get Curry going offensively. I think this Warriors team, you put him with the Bucks, you put him with the Nets. I think. Those are the three. I think that this Warriors team will beat the Suns. And the Suns have been very good. But this, everything is rolling and is clicking right now for the Warriors. It's coming into motion after a little downfall. Um, and I think they're a very dangerous team. They're sitting like plus 450. 
maybe has gone down since that Bucks game um, in sports books to win the title. I think this Warriors team is back. Um, and yeah, oh my God, sorry. NBA news just popped up, Andrew. What, weird timing. The NBA fined the Brooklyn Nets $50,000 for violating local health and safety, pro- safety protocols by letting Kyrie Irving into the team locker room on Sunday. So Kyrie Irving not allowed to play at a home game against the New York Knicks. It's in Brooklyn. And so he attends courtside. No mask. That's allowed, which makes sense. And now the NBA is fining the Nets 50K for Kyrie Irving after the game, going and congratulating his teammates on a huge three-point win. At least they're they're consistent and things. This is the world we live in. This is so dumb. It's so dumb. Like, if, if anyone in the world, like, I just read to you the situation. When are we going to realize that the people who are making these decisions and setting these rules and all this shit are fucking stupid? Like, why are we just walking around? Like, like, where's the common sense? It's gone. I don't it's, know. I, it's, it's, I, like, I, this, we could have said this 10 minutes ago, but like, oh, they just find Kyrie Irving 50K for talking to his teammates in his own locker room when he's allowed to do that in any other locker room. And if a game wasn't going on, he'd be allowed to do it. But he was allowed to sit courtside there. <laughs> like, think about it. We just—it's just stupid, guys. I don't want to get harped up on it. This isn't—I like to talk about sports here, but it's just it when you think about sense. this stuff, sometimes it's like, what? I like things that make sense, or at least. And yeah, there's just a lack of, of there's a lack of things that make sense right now. Um, and I would say there's a lack of things that make sense, Andrew, in Major League Baseball. There is a lack of things oh. that make sense in your heart always being broken by the Padres. Andrew, let's start with... Guy, dude. It's like a fucking high school... Fernando Tatis. Let us, know, let us know what happened. Go f- let the listeners well, know. So, Fernando Tatis Jr. You might know him. Pretty flashy baseball player. Pretty good when he's there. Um, however, so baseball comes back. Lockout ends, everyone's smiling, happy, we're going to start spring training, everything's all good. I'm expecting today to hear the Chargers sign J.C. Jackson, which they did, and I'm expecting some other free agent MLB rumors, because that will happen as well. And the first thing I see when I wake up is just like seven text messages from Brian, from other people, a couple news, and all I see is the first thing I just see Tatis, and I was like, oh God, what's it going to say? And Mr. Tatis Jr., in December, in the Dominican Republic, he days after the lockout happened, uh, he decides to ride a motorcycle. Which he time? Rides, see, we're still learning stuff. This is an ongoing story. I'm not sure how many times he's been riding. We don't know this guy. This guy. Andrew, how much money is he set to make? Three hundred twenty-five million. Uh, plus fifteen, so three. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. This okay. Is two, I think. Um. So Mr. Tatis Jr., besides just his offseason, just like going in jungles and swimming in oceans and doing all that cool stuff, which is great, awesome, dangerous, very dangerous stuff he's doing, especially when you have a commitment for 14 fucking years to the most like poverty franchise ever. And so because of so, this lockout, apparently. Wait, so he hurt his, his wrist, right? So he has a broken wrist, right? He's going to hurt his wrist. I guess, but it said he just had scratches and bruises, and he was, he's going to be fine. But apparently, since 
the MLB lockout happened, he couldn't like reach out to the doctors for whatever reason. I don't know how true that is. That seems ridiculous that this guy can't get medical attention because the MLB's in lockout. But maybe that's what it was. Maybe he didn't want to talk to the others because they're feuding and that's the play. I don't know. He didn't get treatment. So this fractured wrist that happened in December of 2021, December 7th, if you want to be. March 14th. We are now March 14th. And we find out we're going to need at least a three more months and surgery. So I don't know what fractured wrist as a 22-year-old man takes six to seven months to heal. But um, I would assume that him not talking to the doctors for whatever reason, whether that's a lockout or him not. I don't know, dude. This guy's fucking unpredictable right now. And I I, he, trust it's him. not good. He deserves some shit for this. He because Holy shit. crap. You can't be riding a fucking motorcycle when you're getting paid $340 million for 14 years. I don't care how cool you are. Like, and the other thing, cool, he hasn't won shit yet. No, he hasn't done shit. He has so literally he has not played 162 games ever. This is the f- his fourth or fifth year. Is that quote year. Is that real the quote of what when he said which time? So like the the context I got it's like another it was another incident related not to motorcycles. Whatever the fuck that means. I don't care if you're rope swing, whatever the you fuck just you're can't doing. Be doing that. You got to stop, dude. Just sit in a chair. Just sit in a chair and work out and eat healthy. That's all you're supposed to be doing. The Padres, I guarantee you, there's stuff in there. Like, there's stuff for every professional sports player. Like, if you get injured doing that stuff, there is theoretically, like, theoretically, like, if something bad, worse were to happen, like, while he's riding his motorcycle, he breaks, like, his arm or, like, it's really, really, really bad. Like, he's out for years or something or a full season. You do get compensated some way if you're the team. He doesn't get the full contract if you don't, if you get hurt in outside activities. That's a thing. So maybe it will be a $325 million contract after all. So hopefully, because fuck you, Fernando. Honestly, so the, it's finally happened. It finally happened. The like the perfect king, the prince. He wasn't Fernando even perfect. Tatis, it was last year. I knew I just finally being a, it, I couldn't even say it because it was the shoulder shit. And then it was just like, oh, my God. It happened like two or three times. And so like three times are all of the Padres fans heart dropped. And it's just like, dude, I can't take this anymore. This is unhealthy. It's worse than being a Charger fan. It's worse than liking Nate Kading. It is literally the worst possible thing because you just he, – he means so much. And there's so much talent. There's so much hope there. And he's just a fucking moron. And he's 22. And he's bad. fucking the Padres. He's absolutely fucking the Padres because now right now it's like, whoa, what do we do? What do we do? You just have to move on and play, and they're still competitive. Like, thank God they added two more playoff teams after all, I guess, because they can stay afloat. And that will help. Um, I am a big believer. Did you just bring up Brandon Crawford on the screen? Oh, you can see that? Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see that. Where is this? <laughs> Folks, I just shared a picture of the very handsome Brandon Crawford. Yeah, Never had any problems like this. Jake, you continue, though, Andrew. And <laughs> I just got in your head just, so much, folks. That was gold. So I wish he was Brandon Crawford off the field. God damn it. And Is that a picture of Brandon Crawford? That, that was good. That was good. <laughs> disappear and my screen went black and then I just see this guy smiling in a fucking giant uniform and it's like, yeah, I get it. Uh, what a great uh, what a great franchise you guys are. It must be so hard to be you guys. Uh, Mike Clevenger's coming back. Okay. They have a real manager in Bob Melvin, and he's still with zero talent. The Padres still have more talent than any A's team he's had in the past 
five, six years. Mm-hmm. They only have to stay afloat. But even when he comes back, dude, is his fucking shoulder going to pop out? Is he going to, like, go to a club and get, like, arrested? Like, do a stab? Like, who knows? I don't trust this guy. I cannot trust Fernando Tatis Jr. It has been an absolute roller coaster for, like, the 15 months since he signed his contract. There's been four or five things that made my heart drop. I can't take it anymore. We can't take it anymore. I said we again. Padre fans can't take it anymore. Would you trade him? No. You can't. Probably, you could probably get a lot. I mean, but you... <laughs> I wouldn't trade him yet. I can't do that yet. I'm just... I don't think you should trade him. I'm just... But maybe for Brandon Crawford, I'd trade him for. How he's, he's not available. Sorry. He's not available. <laughs> he's unavailable. Um, but uh, Andrew, okay, finish up on Padres, and then I want to throw some stuff at you. I mean, I guess the only good thing is he could rejuvenate and have a 60-game season like he did in 2020 for the second half, which would be licks, and they'd make the playoffs if he did that. Uh, maybe his shoulder get I guess his shoulder gets three more months of healing. That's a good thing. He didn't do the surgery on that, so <laughs> hopefully that. DH. So that is the beautiful thing about the designated hitter, even though, you know, guess how he hurt himself last year? Fucking swinging a bat one time, too. Uh, the guy is a fucking fragile piece of glass, and it's annoying. He's no Philip Rivers. Just, he's no Phil Rivers in that regard, but God, he's so much better than Phil. Let's see him do it. I would say that right now, if I had to bet who ends up you're having gonna, a better career, gonna... who's going to end up having a better professional career, Philip Rivers or Fernando Tatis Jr.? I feel very comfortable on the Philip Rivers side right now. Such I feel very comfortable. Soul. Andrew, the Seattle Mariners are finalizing a trade to acquire all-star outfielder Jesse Winker from the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, what do you think about that? Good job, Mariners. Like, they going to win the AL West? Or I guess you have the Astros. The AL West is so confusing. I don't think so. I can't imagine the Mariners ever winning because the Mariners have never won because they're just like the Padres. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine things actually going well. The, um, the A's shipped out Matt Olson too, though. The so A's traded. The A's are definitely going to have like their down year. Well, they should. Um, but I, AOS is a crapshoot. It's probably going to be the Astros. Correa's talking with him again. Uh, they're going to get Verlander back. Angels are a little better. The Mariners. I mean, they're all right. Their Mariners won like 88, 89 games. I don't know how legit that was, though. Yeah. I mean, just, they're definitely going all in on that. They are going all in. Jesse Winker that's, that's exciting. hell of a first half. And I wouldn't I wouldn't put him out on Chris Bryant. I feel like they'd be a team that would sign a Chris Bryant. Bro, JC Jackson and Mike Williams have a combined cap hit this year of $22 million. That's fucked up good. Chargers can go so get only Bobby Wagner. Like $11 million. Like, holy crap. See, that's insane. Because it's like when you hear these initial numbers, you're like, oh, my God, he's getting paid $28 million this year. And it's like, okay, so those two mm-hmm. players got $11 million? Yeah, I feel like the NFL, I'm not 100% sure about this. But I feel like they can restructure their contracts in just ways to the NBA. Is the cap space a myth in the NFL? What is this? What's going I on? I, I do not know. Um, <laughs> Other things in the world of baseball, Andrew, uh, how? Uh, what's his name? Alon- Pete Alonzo. Ooh, yeah, glad, glad to hear he's okay, but what the fuck happened? I don't know, going on a car accident. Another thing, that was the second story I saw. I saw Tatis motorcycle incident. He's done three months. And then the next one was like, Pete Alonso almost dies in car crash, but he's like unscratched. And I guess he's practicing at spring training, which is good. Um, Shit. I, 
I didn't see what happened, but I guess he's all right. That's yeah. good. I mean, that just shows. That's like, very yeah. exciting this year, somehow. Yeah, the Nets, uh, or the Mets, gee, I mean, what? They got Scherzer. They got DeGrom. They got Starling Marte as well. Are they a favorite in the NL? Or the, I mean, it depends on what the Dodgers do, obviously. Dodgers are the favorite, but then the Mets would be... Mets should be the favorite, at least. I mean, you got... They're li- they're loaded on paper. I've heard zero about the Giants trying to get Chris Bryant back. Zero. I wouldn't. I I wouldn't, really. Good. He was good in the playoffs, play. but that was kind of short-lived. Uh, Carlos Rodon from the White Sox oh, yeah. to the Giants. Can you talk to me about that? Uh, you, so he's had an injury-plagued career. Last yeah. year, he wasn't injured. Okay. He was great. He threw okay. a no-hitter last year. Okay. He's a very solid Left-hander? Hit. Left-hander. He's big, throws heat, kind of looks like a linebacker. Pair him with Logan Webb. I like that. Logan Webb. He's going to be, I think, out of it. Somehow. I don't know. Giants are going to be okay. I don't know if the Giants, like, I really, it's a crapshoot of what they'll be this year. It's really hard to know. Losing Buster Posey, I think that's a huge thing. Like, that's a stable force. But the one thing I am, I think Logan Webb is going to have, regardless, I think Logan Webb is going to have a hell of a year. I think that dude's really good. Do you know anything about, how's uh, Joey Bart? Can we get a Joey Bart update? Bro, I've been looking at Joey Bart updates for like ten years now. What's what's let's, let's see thing. what's going on like, with Joey with Bart. Adley Rushman. If Adley Rushman doesn't play Major League Baseball this year for the worst, he's ready. Oh god. Oh god. Joey Bart's talk today. Jesus Christ, Joey! Don't compare yourself to Buster Posey. Don't do it. What's going on? Okay, I can be the guy. Oh dear lord. He's oh, saying baseball. He... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, he's he's ready to step into Buster Posey's shoes. Um, I don't think we have much uh, of how he's playing really yet because of the lockout, obviously. And spring training hasn't games haven't started, correct? Not yet, no. Yeah, so um, we'll find out because he in his MLB career has uh, 109 at bats. I'm excited for you. I'm sure he'll do great though, because he's I don't, a I, giant. He'll probably do great. He's our age. That's weird. He's or he's younger than us. Um, other baseball news: the Yankees made a big trade today. They got Donaldson and Isaiah Kiner Falfa, something how you pronounce it. That guy, Isaiah Kiner, whatever. He two days ago was on the Rangers, gets traded to the Twins. Today gets traded back to the Yankees. He's actually really good. He's a shortstop. He's a catcher. So he's going to probably play catcher, I would assume, um, to replace Gary Sanchez. El Gary is traded. The greatest two years a catcher had, and they just fell straight off the place of the earth because he sucks defensively and he strikes out every other time. But he is on the Twins. Clayton Kershaw resigned. That's not really surprising. Only a one-year deal. I think he's just going to keep doing one-year deals so the Dodgers are done with him. Then he'll go to Texas. Wait, you sent me a thing about Donaldson and Cole. Right. They've really it's talked Donaldson. shit to each other, right? They had some – when the spider tack stuff was happening mm-hmm. that year or two, Donaldson had very – some choice words for Garrett Cole. And then we – if you remember the interview when the guy asked, hey, Garrett Cole, have you ever used spider tack? And he had, like, the worst response ever because he just stared at the reporter for about 22 seconds. It's so uh, weird with a shaved face, uh, too. Uh, 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 I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, 
you don't eyeball your lawyer for that one, dude. Just like you answer immediately and you can't just be looking around. But um, yeah. apparently before the trade was accepted, Brian Cashman reached out to Garrett Cole. He's like, would you be cool with this? And he's like, I'll be fine. Quote. So take that for a grain of salt. Hmm. Got to be. A, I mean, the one thing, Garrett Cole, just talk to your brother-in-law. He'll help you out to be a real man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. b will let you know what to do. That dude. That's right. They're <laughs> nobody better. It's always you see, it's always a connection back to Brandon Crawford. This guy knows everyone in MOB. It's all about who you know, and if you know Brandon Crawford, you're set. Clearly, the um, next big moves for baseball. To wait, Korea. Can, I, can I say something really quick? Absolutely. I am very excited for this MOB season. I know with your injury, I like I, I just am very excited to like even if the Giants aren't that. It's just going to be nice. I was under the mindset maybe this is dumb. I didn't think there was going to be baseball this year from the stuff I was reading. And maybe that was stupid of me and naive, but I'm, it's going to be great to just have something to watch in the summer. And um, so, yeah, it's nice. And Andrew, get some hope. Let's have some hope here for the Padres. It'll be okay. I'm already, I'm already doing it. I'm already like, they're already fine. Cause they play with that. The biggest move that the Padres made was Bob Melvin. Cause they'll have a fucking man in the locker room who knows how to mm-hmm. control them. And they still get players. And he'll have a front oh. office that'll spend unlike in Oakland. Yeah, just yes. They're just like already way up there. It's oh, they just this kind of blew their load really they, fast. They did a lot of stupid things, and they people are coming off. They need to trade Eric Hosmer, or Will Myers to get some money off. Um, but for baseball, I thought same thing. I thought it was gonna be like a sixty game. I thought it wasn't gonna be till June, July. But here we are. We have baseball. It's great. Carlos Correa still hasn't signed. Talking with the Astros. Freddie Freeman's going to break our hearts because most like I've just been sold that he's going to go to the Dodgers the past like week, mm-hmm. two weeks. I'm very convinced. And then the Braves trading for Matt Olson today, getting a young first baseman. Uh, I think Freddie's out on the Atlanta sweepstakes. Anthony Rizzo is out there. Maybe there's a little Padre reunion there. If you, if you move Hosmore, you get an Anthony Rizzo back. I don't know. That'd be cool. Nick Castellanos. You need a man in the room. You need a man in the room, and Anthony Rizzo could. Is uh, awesome. I thought um, everything I've heard about uh, Manny though. I'm surprised Manny hasn't told like Tatis, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, he has, because he did that. He has. Oh, okay. I just don't think they they can't do it publicly now, because after like their spurt in the dugout. Yeah. They got so much attention. They both had to like. It was so weird. They both like had to like talk together and like the media, That's like the, the fucking teammates them. fight. I know, you and you need care. You, you need fight. He needs it so bad. Like, dude, I'm gonna go up to Fernando and be like, dude, stop being an idiot. And they'll probably punch me. But yeah, um, Zach Greinke is out there. He's old. So if you're a good. big city, don't think about it. <laughs> Other Chris Bryant. Yeah, Chris. I think he ends up going to Philadelphia. He's. Yeah, very good friends with Bryce. Um, I really think that's going to happen. I, I mean, I could also see the Seattle. Those are the two. I just see the Mariners and Jerry DePoto, who's the four, guy who signed Albert Pools and all those guys mm-hmm. for the Angels. I've seen him overpaying for Chris Bryant because that's what he does. Trevor Story, he's good. Um, honestly, like the Angels, would pro- this would be the most Artie Marino thing of all time. They're mm-hmm. like, we didn't get a pitcher. We'll just sign another fucking hitter. Saya Suzuki, 
I think the Padres are really favored to get him. And it's like, dude, you did this experiment in Hasa Kim last year. Mm-hmm. This is going to be nothing. It's going to be overpaid. But that guy is a hot Japan prospect. Oh, um, Houston has to, the Houston Texans have declined Indian, the Indianapolis Colts attempt to speak with Deshaun Watson. They will not trade him within the AFC South. Well, that's good. And the tight end market is running really low. Evan Ingram just signed. I didn't want him, but uh, it looks like the Chargers. Sorry to bring it back to the Chargers. Um, It looks like they're going to have to do something in the draft, wouldn't you think? It's going to be a draft for the tight end. Is is O.J. Howard out there still? Because I know that guy underperformed. I think he is, but I think they want to bring him back for Brady. I don't know, though. Okay, because I was going to say, that guy was supposed to be very good. and He he doesn't even play. And, like... Dude, he's behind Gronk. He's behind Tony Bray at that time, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Like, he's literally the And fifth. Cameron Bray, right? Yeah. Yeah, that makes so no like, sense. So, I mean, the over. guy I'd, I'd take a chance on because there's really not much unless you want to draft him. And I don't mind Donald Parham, but I'm still a little worried about that uh, that drop touchdown against the Chiefs. I still want to know what happened with him. Is he okay? I guess he's okay. I guess he's okay. Um... He seems like the guy who will be the number two to a good tight end in Justin Herbert's career, if we can get that, if the Chargers can get that. Um, I don't know if you watched much of uh, the golf this weekend at TPC. Bro, it is very, very fun to watch golf when the wind is so fucking gnarly and the course is so gnarly that they look like us. And yes, a lot better than us. At, but like seeing them shank some shots, it's like a oh, common golfer. Water and the cussing. I mm-hmm. would love to see it. I liked uh, Brooks. Uh, he, I think on Saturday or something, hit it into the water, and he just kind of laughed. He was just like, "Fuck!" Like, and it's kind of cool to see them appreciate. Like, yeah, golf is fucked. <laughs> it's really fucking hard. Uh, we're gonna be hitting the link soon, big dog. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, we are. Um. Any other news in the MLB we want to run through before? I'm trying to see if Schefter has given us anything else. I don't think he has. MLB. I just... I'm shook. I'm shook again, and it hasn't even started. Nothing even... hasn't even started. There's just terrible fucking news already. And it's not just three weeks. It's three months, so it won't... Might as well just make it four months for him, because he's going to have to rehab, and they'll be extra careful. Might as well just mm-hmm. see you fucking August 20th. five. We'll see you August and September, bro. Tough. Hopefully it matters. Tough. Well, good luck on that, big dog. We'll talk about that as we get updates. Um, Good luck to the Chargers. Let's keep getting more stuff. Um, Hope everyone has a good week. We will be back later this week. Um, Happy birthday to Steph Curry. Um, You're the fucking man. Thank you for listening every episode like you do. Um, We'll see you guys all next time. Always a pleasure, big dog. And God bless.